Hi, this is O'Hara with The Soloist, conversations on music, education, soul, life, and many things in between. And today we are with another episode of the Suzuki Cast. Hello and welcome, friends. Before we start, here's something I want to say. I'm looking to grow the podcast to reach more listeners. I'd much prefer to do it without the use of advertising. If you like this podcast, here is how you can help. You will find a PayPal link in the show notes. And I will be very grateful for any offering your heart calls you to do. No obligations. And thank you for your generosity. Do you remember the stop prepare idea that can become a technique if you implement it to practice? So I believe this is one of the brilliant things. I did not say the most brilliant, but one of the brilliant things, one of many brilliant things that uh, we find in the Suzuki way of uh, learning, teaching and playing. The reason I'm not saying this is the most, because there are so many, so many wonderful ideas that if I will try to put them in a list of 10 uh, preference, order of preference, uh, there's no way I'm going to manage. So uh, one thing that, uh, again, uh, was sticking out today for me this morning is as I'm doing my practice, I'm just uh, working on a Beethoven sonata, and I nearly, nearly, nearly finished the stage of learning the notes and the fingering uh, rhythm and so on. There's still some tricky bits there, quite a lot of them. Um, so as you all know, I'm not discovering the wheel, Redis not even rediscovering the wheel. I'm just reminding us as I'm reminding myself, as I'm being reminded. So as we know, uh, in order for the sticky bits uh, for the tricky bits to that sticky because they're sticking out the tricky bits in order for me to smooth them up and to be able to play them in the same tempo uh, and fluency that I play the rest of the movement in this case I need to slow down something there so like always there's uh, one way is to slow down the whole practice, <clears throat> playing everything slowly, which will take a long time if I just want to work on a few sections here and there, or a better way of doing it, which is the Suzuki's idea of stop and prepare, is uh, for me to play in reasonable tempo, which means tempo which I can manage, uh, and um, just stop before the tricky bit. Before the tricky bit. Not while I played, but before the tricky bit. And this is magic. I'm not saying it's easy, especially not for children, but it's not easy when you 
know how the piece should sound when you want to keep the fluency because we human beings, we need to be in motion, in movement. Stopping is not the most desirable thing for us if we have a choice, but we start learning to do it more and more as we see the benefits. So here are parents, one more for you. I guarantee if you do the stop repair before the tricky bits, you are up to success and your child is up to success. Now, in order to help, what you can do is wherever you know and whenever you know, there are the tricky bits, you take a pencil and you just draw a dotted line before the tricky bit. A dotted line before the tricky bit. So that's a kind of a stop, but it's not a too uh, aggressive stop. It's just a stop, a dotted line. Uh, and always you can later rub it off. You can erase it. And this is why I say always pencil. And... Then when you have them, you just practice a little bit before if you want to save time of practice. Or you can play the whole piece, whatever your child prefers. But when the child gets to the dotted line, to the stop prepare line, then there's a stop. And so on. Enjoy. Enjoy the practice and enjoy the good results. Ah, one more thing. Uh, you might say, okay, so how many times should I do it? Until when? You don't really need to count the times because that's not really something which rep the repetition, like the 10 times repetition, 20 times repetitions is needed. But what you can do with the stop repair is you continue stopping until one day you don't stop anymore. Now, don't erase the line straight away because if the child doesn't practice for a few days, he still might be uh, a bit fumbling there in this place. So keep the line, the dotted line there until the piece is polished and reviewed and such. Okay, now you can enjoy the good practice. And just before we go, I hear in my head a question that you might ask. And the question is, how exactly do I perform the stop, the prepare, and the go? So let me give you an example on piano, which is my instrument. And you can implement it on the instrument that you play. So the stop actually is a freeze. It's just that I prefer to use the word stop and Suzuki prefer to use this, uh, the word stop instead of freeze. So on the piano, I play and I stop at a place which I know that the next one, the next note is going to be the tricky one. So I just freeze where I am, which means the fingers and the hand are on the key, still pressing the key, not lifting above. Just pressing, just frozen on the place. Then in my head, I prepare the next move in my head. 
when it's in my head, most likely I will do a movement that will actually enable it as well. So it's stop, prepare, and then when I'm ready to the next note, the next move, it's the go. Stop, prepare, go. Now let's take for example, if the stop happens on a rest, which means my hands are above the keys, then this is where I freeze. I hope you can apply it easily, and if not, you can always send me a voicemail or an email to ask a question. So enjoy, stop, prepare, and off you go.